Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the 13th day of March, and it's so good to be here with you. As we are walking through the Word in chronological order, we do it every day until we will get through the Bible in its entirety in a year. It truly is my joy to be here with you. I say it from time to time. I, I, I do read the Bible, but I'm also on this journey with you uh, to be in the Word every single day. And it's amazing the things that just sort of click more into place. I, I think it's like we've got two squares on the Rubik's Cube <laughs> that are in a row. There's all kinds of, of movement. <laughs> and once in a while, we, you get another color in a row and you just kind of go aha I got another piece another thing lined up uh, especially with going to Israel just more and more um, comes to light I think is the best way to say it so here we are uh, making ourselves open and available allowing God to speak to us and to make those pieces line up in the Word of God. And we're obtaining understanding. And as we gain understanding, we certainly grow in wisdom. And I don't know about you, but I could certainly take more wisdom anytime, any place in an inundated world of information. Uh, Sometimes we lack wisdom. So I'll... I'll take what the Spirit is willing to give any day. And we do that by just being present, being available, and making that space and that time. So that's what we're going to do today. Continuing the reading in Deuteronomy chapters 5, 6, and 7. And this week, it is a brand new translation uh, to us here in the world of chronological and let's talk about that for a second if you're new and you're like yeah what is up with that jp why the new translation i was just getting acclimated and used to the one from last week and then you all go and switch it up on me and i don't like a certain translation i i understand all of the different opinions that are circulating Here's why we do different translations. For one, there are so many different translations available, and it's hard to pick which one you would go through in an entire year of reading the Word. Secondly, you hear different things through different translations. So I get it. Sometimes people have one that they're not fond of. However, there are still things that we need to hear, even though it's not our personal preference. And by closing ourselves off and not listening to that specific translation, we can really miss out on what God is wanting to say to us. So that's why we offer them. And my best advice is to stay with it, even if there's one you don't particularly love, and to still remain open, uh, because God has some things to say. And so we're going to let him say those here now. 
Deuteronomy chapter 5. We're reading today the New Revised Standard Version Updated Edition. Moses convened all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and ordinances that I am addressing to you today. You shall learn them and observe them diligently. The Lord our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. Not with our ancestors did the Lord make this covenant, but with us, who are all of us here alive today. The Lord spoke with you face to face at the mountain out of the fire. At that time, I was standing between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord, for you were afraid because of the fire and did not go up the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing children for the iniquity of parents to the third and fourth generation of those who reject me, but showing steadfast love to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments." You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all of your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, you or your son, or your daughter, or your male or female slave, or your ox, or your donkey, or any of your livestock, or the resident alien in your towns, so that your male and female slave may rest as well as you. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore the Lord your God commanded you, to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you, so that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, neither shall you commit adultery, neither shall you steal, neither shall you bear false witness against your neighbor, neither shall you covet your neighbor's wife, Neither shall you desire your neighbor's house or field or male or female slave or ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These words the Lord spoke with a loud voice to your whole assembly at the mountain, out of the fire, the cloud, and the thick darkness, and he added no more. He wrote them on two stone tablets and gave them to me. When you heard the voice out of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, you approached me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders, and you said, Look, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the fire. We have seen this day that God may speak to someone, and the person may still live. But now why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we 
hear the voice of the Lord our God any longer, we shall die. For who is there of all flesh that has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the fire as we have and lived? Go near you yourself and hear all that the Lord our God will say. Then tell us everything that the Lord our God tells you and we will listen and do it. The Lord heard your words when you spoke to me and the Lord said to me, I have heard the words of this people which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. If only they had such a mind as this to fear me and to keep all my commandments always so that it might go well with them and their children forever. Go say to them, return to your tents, but you stand here by me and I will tell you all the commandments, the statutes and the ordinances that you shall teach them so that they may do them in the land that I am giving them to possess. You must therefore be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You shall not turn to the right or to the left. You must follow exactly the path that the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live and that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land that you are to possess. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the ordinances that the Lord your God charged me to teach you to observe in the land that you are about to cross into and occupy so that you and your children and your children's children may fear the Lord your God all the days of your life and keep all his decrees and his commandments that I am commanding you so that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe them diligently so that it may go well with you and so that you may multiply greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Keep these words that I am commanding you today in your heart. Recite them to your children and talk about them when you are at home and when you are away, when you lie down and when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. Fix them as an emblem on your forehead and write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. When the Lord your God has brought you into the land that he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give you a land with fine, large cities that you did not build, houses filled with all sorts of goods that you did not fill, hewn cisterns that you did not hew, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when you have eaten your fill, take care that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. The Lord your God you shall fear, him you shall serve, and by his name alone you shall swear. Do not follow other gods, any of the gods of the peoples who are all around you, because the Lord, your God who is present with you, is a jealous God. The anger of the Lord your God would be kindled against you and he would destroy you from the face of the earth. Do not put the Lord your God to the test as you tested him at Massa. You must diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his decrees and his statutes 
that he has commanded you. Do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord so that it may go well with you and so that you may go in and occupy the good land that the Lord swore to your ancestors, thrusting out all your enemies from before you as the Lord has promised. When your children ask you in time to come, what is the meaning of the decrees and the statutes and the ordinances that the Lord our God has commanded you? Then you shall say to your children, We were Pharaoh's slaves in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. The Lord displayed before our eyes great and awesome signs and wonders against Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his household. He brought us out from there in order to bring us in to give us the land that he promised on oath to our ancestors. Then the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our lasting good, so as to keep us alive as is now the case. If we diligently observe this entire commandment before the Lord our God, as he has commanded us, we will be in the right. When the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are about to enter and occupy, and he clears away many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations more numerous and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God gives them over to you and you defeat them, then you must utterly destroy them. Make no covenant with them and show them no mercy. Do not intermarry with them, giving your daughters to their sons or taking their daughters for your sons, for that would turn away your children from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord would be kindled against you and he would destroy you quickly. But this is how you must deal with them. Break down their altars, smash their pillars, cut down their sacred poles, and burn their idols with fire. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on earth to be his people, his treasured possession. It was not because you were more numerous than any other people that the Lord set his heart on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all peoples. It was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath that he swore to your ancestors that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. No, therefore, that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who maintains covenant loyalty with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations and who repays in their own person those who reject him. He does not delay but repays in their own person those who reject him. Therefore, observe diligently the commandment, the statutes and the ordinances that I am commanding you today. If you heed these ordinances by diligently observing them, the Lord your God will maintain with you the covenant loyalty that he swore to your ancestors. He will love you, bless you, and multiply you. He will bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, your grain and your wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle, 
and the issue of your flock in the land that he swore to your ancestors to give you. You shall be the most blessed of peoples with neither sterility nor barrenness among you or your livestock. The Lord will turn away from you every illness, all the dread diseases of Egypt that you experienced. He will not inflict on you, but he will lay them on all who hate you. You shall devour all the peoples that the Lord your God is giving over to you, showing them no pity. You shall not serve their gods, for that would be a snare to you. If you say to yourself, these nations are more numerous than I, how can I dispossess them? Do not be afraid of them. Just remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt, the great trials that your eyes saw, the signs and wonders, the mighty hand and the outstretched arm by which the Lord your God brought you out. The Lord your God will do the same to all the peoples of whom you are afraid. Moreover, the Lord your God will send swarms of hornets against them until even the survivors and the fugitives are destroyed. Have no dread of them, for the Lord your God who is present with you is a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will clear away these nations before you little by little. You will not be able to make a quick end of them. Otherwise, the wild animals would become too numerous for you. But the Lord your God will give them over to you and throw them into great panic until you are destroyed. He will hand their kings over to you and you shall blot out their name from under heaven. No one will be able to stand against you until you have destroyed them. The images of their gods you shall burn with fire. Do not covet the silver or the gold that is on them and take it for yourself because you could be ensnared by it for it is abhorrent to the Lord your God. Do not bring an abhorrent thing into your house or you will be set apart for destruction like it. You must utterly detest and abhor it for it is set apart for destruction. There are some really powerful words here today and they should be quite familiar to many of us as we have the Ten Commandments uh, laced within today's reading. But we should remember that these words are for a specific people in a specific place for a specific time. And we should remember this because it's really easy for us to insert ourselves into this story and suddenly become this people group when we're claiming these promises. But we have to remember everything builds from the last part of the story. We need to remember the journey that we have been on with the children of Israel, where they have come from and how quickly they become distracted by things around them. And this is what I'm hearing a lot in the reminders of what God is reminding the people through Moses. And these are powerful reminders because if we're just being honest, 
the people keep getting distracted. We so easily get distracted. We are so attracted to the sparkly and the shiny and the glittery. It's almost like bedazzled chaos. It draws us in. It just so easily distracts us. And if you don't think so, just just wait till elections come again. Just wait till there's family drama or gossip or something happened on live television and suddenly everybody's talking about it and everybody has an opinion and when it consumes our time it just doesn't take much it can be anything really that takes our focus completely off of what we're supposed to be looking at where is your focal point where is your focus where is your hope where is it set on almighty god the one who brings life and life more abundantly china and i sometimes we say a lot of the same things over and over again the themes that come up in scripture and i can sometimes think i we just talked about that and here it is again and then i think yeah I needed that refocus because I'm so easily distracted. I remember going into an exercise class years ago and it changed the game. At the beginning of the class, the instructor said, I want you to find your focal point. It is a spot on the carpet, a dot on the wall, or, or just something that when you lose your balance when you lose your breath because you're working so hard physically and mentally you need a place to come back to you need a focal point you need a center grounding find that spot where is your gaze and i didn't much get it at first but i can tell you i get it now where's your spiritual focal point where is your daily focal point where's your visible focal point for when distractions come and they will come when interruption tries to steal your routine when distraction comes and tries to take you off course when chaos comes and tries to snatch your peace where's your focus find your focal point and when all else fails look up turn your